0: Good morning, afternoon, and evening, fellows of the Nether Regions. Welcome to a new season of the Trebe Rigour podcast. My name is Spencer Zimmerman. My name is Sarah Zimmerman. And boy, are we excited to be Mm. back in the studio.
1: I am titillated at the thought of getting to talk about films.
0: It has been far too long away from you, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Yes, we took about three weeks off to really build some buzz for this episode. We've heard That buzz, uh, I'm putting up air quotes right now, is a a good idea for a creative project. So we thought we would give it a a shot.
0: A few people mentioned it to us. We like to take good advice.
1: And we like to take time off.
0: So, uh, there should be some buzz flying around any day now. Uh,
1: That's right. We should be getting some major attention soon.
0: Yes. uh, That's a promise. (laughs) So, for this premiere episode of season two, we're going to be bringing you a funny little film called Gilet.
1: I, I believe it's pronounced Gelee. Ah. This is a classic from 2003. It's the film that starred Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. It's actually the pinnacle of their relationship, both in and out of the tabloids.
0: Yeah, they were physically involved in relationship, mentally, spiritually.
1: They were engaged yes, at one point. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And you can see that on screen. You can see that very real chemistry. It's
0: actually very interesting because you can plot the, the intensity of it. As the film proceeds, you can see what stage of development they were in uh, just watching those two interact with each other throughout this film.
1: They had definitely gotten to a deeper level of their relationship. I think one, if not both of them, had worn sweatpants around each other. Yeah,
0: that's a great... How about you give us a brief description of the plot?
1: Well, I'm going to let Ben Affleck explain it on this one. Let me just play a quick clip that'll give you an idea of his character. Tell you the fuck I
0: am, I am the sultan of slick, Sadie. I am the rule of fucking cool. You want to be a gangster? You want to be a thug? You sit at my fucking feet, gather the pearls that emanate forth from me, because I'm the fucking original straight,
1: pimp, fucking, fucking, fucking hustler, original gangster's gangster.
0: ba boom, baby.
1: He's doing his job for me. I don't. I didn't have to say a word, and he's. Describe the entire film.
0: It was so, so uh, ab- abrasive and, and just uh, yes, upfront it was, it was and unabashed. You pure
1: know. bravado. So Ben Affleck is kind of a gangster in this film, a classic Italian gangster.
0: I'll throw air quotes around that one, too.
1: I think so, because he's not backrated his job, per se, uh, but he is enlisted to kidnap the nephew of a federal prosecutor... Um, yes that's correct yeah and he does so it turns out the nephew is on the spectrum i think you would say he's played by justin bartha and you can tell that this is a vintage film because they have a character on the spectrum being played by an actor who is
0: uh, he's playing a spectrum he's not on it's it's a little uncomfortable shall we say
1: In the best of ways. And you know what? A lot of older movies have embarrassing features that, you know, nobody really wants to talk about. I think that is an overlooked part of Gigli.
0: Hey, if a movie doesn't make you feel anything, then what's it making you feel?
1: I think that makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. But he did get away with it, and he had Justin Bartha stashed in his apartment when suddenly Jennifer Lopez shows up. And she's a fast-talking, tough gal who tells him what's what, and later on takes him to Pleasure Town.
0: Well, so I guess the second part of this movie that was mostly dedicated to was the fact that she enters the film a
1: lesbian. Another thing that is great about Glee, it took on issues of homosexuality much sooner than most of pop culture in the 21st century. Indeed.
0: And... Let's just say that she doesn't leave this film a lesbian.
1: That is also true. So I think this film can probably be described as one step forward and two steps back for gay rights. And Jennifer Lopez, like I said, she is a tough gal, you know, and she doesn't mind showing it. But she does it in a very... um personality centric way. She doesn't use her force a lot. She doesn't use physical force that she much. She doesn't have to. She doesn't have to. She's too smart for that. Mm-hmm. And she's too intimidating for that. Intimidating physically but also sexually. Uh,
0: there's a scene I'd like to play just I think it describes her perfectly throughout this movie. I just want to lay out the scene. They're both Ben and Jennifer eating some food at a diner or something of the sorts.
1: With Justin Bartha.
0: With Justin Bartha. And there's this group of hoodlums behind them. You know, skater punks and cigarette-smoking, whiskey-swigging, leather-wearing Bunch of goons. goons. Behind them, blasting some who knows what. I couldn't tell you.
1: I think it was country music. Or
0: Ugh, something. the worst. And Ben turns around, and says, "Oi, can you tune down the music?"
1: That's right. He's got that Italian tough guy accent.
0: Yeah, it's real slick.
1: Real slick, like.
0: And Jennifer tells him, "Listen, I'll handle this."
1: Uh, she says, "I'll let me t-
2: let me take
0: this." Yeah, and she steps up and she. Well, this is what she does. She confronts one of the main leaders of the group, and here's that clip.
2: You ever heard of tai moi chai? No. Okay. In traditional tai moi chai, there are five levels of digital orb extrusion. That's the gouging out of your opponent's eyeball with one's finger. Now, the highest and most difficult to master is my personal favorite, Mai. Loosely translated, that's the rip that takes the past. Now, once the thumb liquefies the eye, it is deftly and immediately replaced by the forefinger. Deep thrust, hooking around and securing the ocular nerve. And then removing it with such force as to bring with it, by suction, a vital portion of the visual cortex. The part of the brain, as I'm sure you may know, that stores visual memory. Now, the extraordinary element of this move, the the genius of it, the, the absolute poetry of it is that, aside from the obvious wound, one's opponent is left with no memory of anything he has ever seen. Family, friends, nothing. Hence, the rip that takes the past.
0: So that's who she is in this movie.
2: Oh boy.
1: That man was shrinking inside. This week's episode of the Trebe Rigor podcast is brought to you by the Kel Varnson Foundation, which is sponsoring Kel's recent and current trip to a silent meditation retreat. Kel is our intern at the show.
0: We unfortunately did have to send him away for a little while, ask him to gather himself and we thought that the silent vipassana setting would be more appropriate for him at this time
1: he has not been let go but he has been decommissioned for a period of time until we can have a conversation about his behavior
0: so as you may have guessed we do have to pay for his entrance into um, the vipassana which are free However, you know, they do ask for a donation of some sort after completion.
1: We don't want to be rude.
0: Absolutely not. This is Kel uh, taking up space in their home.
1: So please send any donations to our PayPal account at trebbregoor at gmail.com. But just to get back to a quick summary of the plot, Justin Bartha has been kidnapped because he's being used to threaten his uncle. And his uncle is a federal prosecutor. Who is currently drawing up charges against Ben Affleck's boss and Jennifer Lopez's boss, for that matter? So they're on the lam; they're they're hiding from from the cops. The whole film, but they're also falling in love. Jennifer Lopez, as we said, uh, identified as a gay woman, but doesn't leave the film as one because she's been seduced by Ben Affleck.
0: Yeah, I mean, this movie was proving the theory that conversion therapy does work.
1: I wouldn't go so far as to say it's solid evidence or uh, factually checkable or scientifically proven, but it's certainly circumstantial.
0: I thought that was a subject never before seen ever.
1: I think there are two sides to the argument. And I thought it was presented well, at least. <laughs> Even if I disagree with the subject matter, I, th- I think the presentation was beautiful. Anywho, I, I thought it was a- a brave of them to present this storyline within this political climate. Yes. It, it is brave. It- kind of like how God's Not Dead was brave. Bringing us concepts and ideas that we hadn't really considered before.
0: It's honestly... It's stepping on boundaries, it is tiptoeing boundaries, you know, uh, and, and you must applaud uh, something of that stature.
1: That's just one of the many things to love about this movie. I loved it for the language, you know. I thought it was up there with Tarantino or Sorkin in the way that it used its language. It was, it was oh, verbose.
0: The monologues in this movie.
1: Endless, in the best of ways. I loved that it had a lot of turns of phrases that uh, I couldn't forget. Let's remember that Ben Affleck is known for the line, how do you like them apples that we saw in Good Will Hunting. But in this film, he says, he is com." That, I think, is the new how do you like them apples. And another moment in that scene was when he said, get some dessert and slap it on your head. You know what that reminded me of? There will be blood when he says, I drink your
0: milkshake. I'll sit my tea to that one.
1: I enjoyed every minute of it.
0: You have to do a lot of little things very particularly. It comes down to the lighting. Mm. Uh, uh, what you're seeing visually. You the know,
1: mise en scene.
0: It, it, it comes down to those little things, which is what this movie touched on. Instead, I want to give somebody something gentle to watch.
1: Something gentle Something... and genuine.
0: Yeah, at, at one point, there was a great character in this movie, and it was, it was uh, Ben's mother.
1: Ah, oh, she was fantastic. She was uh, the same mother from my big fat Greek wedding.
0: Yeah, she was a voice of pure and utter reason. At one point, he, Ben said to her, "I I can't be there all the time, Ma."
1: Yeah, that's what the Italian accent was. It was very strong. It was very thick. uh, Very specific uh, Los Angeles Italian-American.
0: Yeah, and she says to him, Oh, like what? I didn't drop everything for you?
1: Yeah, and she seemed like she had a little bit more of maybe a a Louisiana Italian-American accent.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, and she also at one point, she told us she was... Quite experimental with her sexuality.
1: That's right. I think she tried to hit on Jennifer Lopez at one point. Yes. She was another progressive character. We gotta give her credit for that. She was
0: letting us know. Hey, I've been around the block. Just like you, Jenny.
1: Yeah, this is a film just chock full of great characters. Another great one was Justin Bartha's. Uh, It was walking a very thin line between being endearing and being offensive, I think they hit a home run with it.
0: Imagine being presented with that role. They say, here's the script, although you're going to be saying these words in a very, very challenging manner.
1: In a very offensive way, but will people be offended? That depends on how good you're acting. Exactly. They basically said, take the leap with us. Give us your all, and if it works... It will work. If it fails, it will fail spectacularly. But if it works, you will touch the hearts and minds of millions of viewers.
0: You know, they, they say to never do what he did. But he said, screw the conventions. I am doing
1: this. You know what? Why don't I just play a little clip of him acting in this movie? I think it'll speak for itself. I like big butts, and I cannot lie, the other brothers can't deny when the girls walk in with the A B waist and round things in your face You get sprung while pull up tough because you notice that butt was stuffed Because I'm long, and I'm strong, and I'm down to get the friction on. So ladies, yeah, ladies Yeah, you want to roll my Mercedes? Yeah, so t- turn around, stick out even white boys got to shout, Baby Got Back, we go, we don't we go we don't we go Baby Got back, we do we go we don't we <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a old school, that's an old school song. Now I did want to mention uh one thing, and and that was that in the very beginning of this movie there was a bit of a uh narration sequence um with Ben. And he presents us with this idea And it's that the only thing you can be sure of is that you never f***ing know.
1: Uh, And we didn't know what would happen in this movie, Uh, minute to minute.
0: One minute, uh, Jenny's a lesbian, next thing she's straight. One minute, Ben is a metrosexual, next thing you know, he's the manliest man I've ever seen.
1: It was hard to keep up with, but I was happy to take the challenge.
0: Once again, if, if if something doesn't make you feel anything... What's it making you feel? Nothing. That's the answer I'm looking for. Nothing.
1: Oh, I thought that that was rhetorical the first time. Well, it was. And one minute it would shift from a gangster thriller dark comedy to an erotic twister, a whirlpool jacuzzi, if you will. Was she going to dominate him? Or vice versa. It was always true that it was going to be her dominating him, I think.
0: Oh, yes, absolutely. She's got this air about her. You know, she's got the erotic power of of Ron Jeremy and his inaugural porno
1: flick. You know how gay people always get asked who's the man in the relationship? In this one, it's Jennifer Lopez. Even after they have sexual relations, he's cuddling... On her chest.
0: It's like they took the one step forward, and then they took the two steps back.
1: But then they took a step forward again. They went again. one step
0: forward, yeah.
1: Yes, with having the woman wear the pants in the relationship.
0: Yes, yeah. I was exhausted with all those steps, you know. In in movie step terms, uh, it's equivalent to, you know, my 10,000 count per day that I, I get walking the streets.
1: The two of them each have something to bring. Jennifer Lopez is upfront and aggressive in the way that she seduces. She says things like, It's turkey time. Cobble,
0: cobble. And then we have Ben that'll say things like this. That's why these lesbians are always going out by, you know, spending all their dough on, like, you know, sexual appliances, erotic monkey wrenches and shit, trying to compensate for what they don't have. And I get it.
1: Oh. That was a lot. The two of them together is dynamite, sexually speaking.
0: They hit the jackpot with this casting. Can you imagine being on that team and saying, we're going to take a shot to the moon, and we're going to go for Ben Affleck, and we're going to go for Jennifer Lopez. They rolled the die. They hit the sixes.
1: I think we've given a lot of really great reasons to love this movie, but oh... My goodness, the cherry on top was a cameo in the final moments of the film from Sir Al Pacino. And you know what? He had a man bun.
0: Can you imagine that? You can't. You have to go see this movie to visualize it. Oh, mm, stunning on every level. He even had the gray goatee to Mm. go along with it. Mm. Oh, my gosh. And... Boy, he had a monologue in this film.
1: It must have been maybe an eight-page monologue, because he just went on and on, and I was entranced.
0: But Al Pacino's one of those people you say, I'll give you 40 pages if you want it.
1: It seemed like the director just let him loose. You know, here's the text, but don't feel tied to it. Just keep going until you collapse. That's just... The last little bit of goodness about this film. It was chock full of good stuff that I'll never forget.
0: This is a movie I've been meaning to watch for decades now, I suppose.
1: They certainly built up the buzz for this film.
0: Actually, it was in our own development of the buzz that we realized, let's watch one of the most notorious films for stuff buzzing around it. Yes. And use it as, as a, a, a field of study and go from there.
1: And I truly enjoyed this examination of the film, and I enjoyed doing this podcast with you.
0: And you the same. It's great to be back in the studio. So thank you all for joining us for a brand new season. We're hoping to bring you many, many, many more episodes. My name is Spencer Zimmerman.
1: My name is Sarah Zimmerman.
0: And remember, people, peace, love, unity, And respect until the end
1: of time. Join us next week on the Trebe Regor podcast.